0: Our topic today on Straight Talk is about getting new business. If you own, operate, or manage a cleaning company, you value those occasions when a prospective client reaches out to you and asks for a bid or quote for your services. And it's really depressing when those requests don't come in. I think Randy Burke, who's here with me today, the CEO and founder of DCS Global, would agree with that. Randy, welcome to the program.
1: Yes. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, this is a big time in any uh, any contractor's life when these major contracts and sometimes you had them a long time, yeah, come up for renewal um, or they're going to RFP. Yeah, and I think the key thing is these days, you know, there's options.
0: Let's start with this one. What are you seeing? How companies are going to market for cleaning services that they need? Yeah, you know,
1: it's it's really different post pandemic right now. In a lot of cases, the strong relationships have been built during the pandemic. And there's a lot of reticence to change contractors, which is good for the incumbents, but you know, how do you do that? So what we're seeing really is that the situation with labor shortages, those strong relationships, you know, and the sensitivities around you know occupancy and how they've managed to renegotiate or get cleaning working post-pandemic is important. So I think there's a lot of impetus to stay with the existing contractor. So looking forward, I mean, it's timing is everything. So as as your client starts, you know, you know your contract's coming up in time, or you know they're making noises about going to bid or such, you might consider, um, hey, what about we just renegotiate? And the challenge with that is governance. So you know, there's this feeling in a lot of um, Organizations they've got to go to bid every three years, and, that, and that's a reality. Of to some degrees, it's it's actually often written straight into their operating system. So, getting getting a a qualified third party to actually shepherd that and and do a market study uh, towards renegotiation, often you can avoid an RFP and get a very friendly renegotiation.
0: Is that something that's common? That third party working on this yeah you know we've been doing it
1: for 20 years um but it's kind of in the background but now it's come forward for the reasons i just mentioned post pandemic so we're doing a lot more of them and um and, and it's got a lot of value when you think about you know contractors and me having been one you know you've always got sort of things that you're trying to manage for the service level let's call them challenges that maybe the client doesn't quite realize. Whereas the third party subject matter expert understands those things and can actually maybe solve the issue in a new specification or adjust, you know, day staff or a a problem tenant or something. So often there's a background story that can be put together um, by the subject matter expert, you know, with a new spec, with a new sort of um, offer to the client so that's what essentially what happens is is the client would say okay you know let's look at a third party renegotiation and we actually treat it and somebody should treat it just like as if i was bidding it although not so but get into it you know what are the spec changes you know what is the wage rates changes you know what does the labor uh, productivity look like you know put all that together in in an operating system And what we would do is we would check with the contractor and the service provider and say, how does that look? You know, because they're going to have to live with it. And then at the same time, we know the market well enough that we can say, okay, well, market rates, you know, for productivity or even wage rates or something, you might be a little off low even or high. So we'll put this together, show it to a draft to the client, get their approval, um, get their tweaks And then we kind of go back and forth until the time comes that we're actually delivering to the client all the tools that they need to sign a contract, a new spec, a new price sheet, um, you know, probably a contract model, all those things. But it's already been sort of back and forth so that it's going to
0: work. Okay. So are there any other things that need to be in place for this to happen, to succeed?
1: Yeah there are <clears throat> again timing is important service providers have to make sure that things are going well you know there's there's no you know skeletons in the closet we suggest that a joint customer review session would be done separate of us ahead of time get in there and find you know look at any old issues or or what the new issues coming up do that joint customer review session ahead of time so that you're not blindsided by something that again you hadn't thought of or Something you didn't know the client is planning, or something like that. So, so, a make sure that there's no uh, issues. Second of all, um, it's important to sort of re bring the relationship, refreshen it. You know, it could be a lunch or something like that. Just just do that. I think that's really important. And also, probably better that the service provider contract to do a little bit of a market assessment themselves. If it was going to bid, you know. What what would I be looking at that I need for an increase or, you know, what would change or whatever? Just get your head around it just in case when you're sitting in front of the client suggesting it, they may say, hey, let's just do it. You and I unusual, but you better be ready.
0: Yeah, it sounds uh, everyone wants others to succeed, right? When you're hiring a company, you want to make sure they're winning as you want to win. So uh, this sounds like a nice way to get there. But how are clients discovering this option?
1: Well, obviously we're offering it. I mean, it's out there for to the market, and uh, and actually we've got a global summit uh, coming up. Um, watch your feeds, everybody. Uh, it's going to be the last week of January, um, and there'll be a lot of information from us on what's going on. But this will be included. <laughs> but actually, uh, clients are are finding out mostly from their contractors. Is that you know? Clients seem to want to renegotiate. And so they're looking for solutions like this. And, and I think that's something that, uh, again, the governance issue can be solved pretty simply. Um, so be open to it, suggest it, and see what happens. I don't think there's a downside.
0: Okay, let's wrap it up. Do you have any final thoughts for those watching to succeed in 2024, which is where we're at now? Yeah, exactly. That's from Randy.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's a complicated market. I think what people are really going to have to watch as we go forward is is occupancy. You know, where is the density, where is it not? Um, so you you want to be fluid in your operating systems. I think technology is going to be increasingly important around sensors, not necessarily the whole building, but if you can put some sensors in or the client can, they're pretty cheap. So you can you can now get a sense of traffic flow I think that's going to be important. Um, And finally, when I think about, you know, post-pandemic, there still is sensitivity around sanitization. So, you know, make sure you're getting some kind of hygiene auditing done um, so that, you know, God forbid we get another, you know, uh, well, COVID's out there, we know that. So if we get another big hit, uh, you're kind of not caught unprepared.
0: So important with what we just went through to be ready for what could happen. Randy, great advice. Thank you for this. Always my pleasure. Thanks so much, Jeff. Take care.